What keeps you up at night is brought to you by Plastics News, the essential news source for the plastics industry. Did you know the Plastics News data store has dozens of rankings and lists to help drive your market intelligence? The Plastics News data store has information your business needs. Find out more at plasticsnews.com data lists. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. This is What Keeps You Up at Night. My guest this week, Jeff Foster, president of Core Technology Molding. So we were already a supplier of Merck, but that's actually picked up and been expedited. Um, just everybody's working um, on a different uh, vaccine. Foster stops by to discuss how his North Carolina-based company has balanced an influx of orders from the healthcare industry, along with a hiccup from the automotive sector. A professor at North Carolina A&T, Foster amazingly expects core technology to grow in 2020, despite the impact of COVID-19. We just keep growing and seeing double-digit growth and then four-digit growth on, on the bottom line. It's April 17th. What Keeps You Up at Night begins now. Jeff Foster joins me from Greensboro, North Carolina, where Core Technology is headquartered. Hey, Jeff, thanks for taking the time. Hey, thanks, Brennan. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. How is business, first and foremost? Uh, tell our listeners, is the shop floor open? Are your shifts running as normal? And, of course, most importantly, is the team healthy? Okay, so I'm going to go, most importantly, the team is healthy. So we've been really blessed where you know we're doing some um, different principles but to make sure that we're sanitizing cleaning with hands and cleaning up um, after each shift but everyone is healthy um, for the last five years since 2015 we've been operating 24 7 but for the last month we've gone to 24 5 so monday through friday we're working 24 hours a day and we're closing the weekends uh, BMW manufacturing actually shut down for the month, and they are probably 30% of our business. So we're about 30% automotive. However, it looks like we'll be ramping back up uh, in May. The first week in May, they'll open their plant. And we've also been awarded some uh, face shields. So we're going to start production at the end of this month for uh, COVID-19. But, um, we will be back to normal, but we're still running 24-7. Well, 24-5, I'm sorry. Plastics has always played a major role in personal safety and the medical industry, but the spotlight really seems to be shining on plastics now, and the need for plastic parts and components are greater than ever. Um, talk a little bit about what you just referenced there. Uh, have you been able to fill um, some some needs of some healthcare companies, uh, given the pandemic's uh, visibility here in the U.S.? Yes. So we were already a tier one supplier to Merck in the biological pharmaceutical space. So we have a uh, class 10,000 and class 1,000 medical grade clean room. So we were already a supplier to Merck, but that's actually picked up and been expedited. Um, just everybody's working um, on a different uh, vaccine. So we are working with the vaccines division and we already had a contract with them. 
However, now we're getting even more business with the face shields and other PPE material. So we'll be, you know, producing quite a bit more than we expected, you know, even 60 days ago. You know, we were focused on, on Merck. So Merck will be a, a third of our business as well. So we'll be supplying uh, North America, um, Japan, and the Netherlands for um, all of Europe. So again, it's been exponential growth with uh, the COVID-19 where everybody's trying to be first with the, a vaccine. And I remember you telling me when you launched CORE, you were 100% automotive focused. And as you mentioned, automotive is still an important part of who you are. You've got a milestone coming up next month with uh, being a supplier for BMW. Um, with automotive slowdown, uh, how important has it been to your business that you diversify to serve other end markets? Um, we wouldn't have made it without the diversification. So, you know, I talked about the biological um, and medical device, but also um, aerospace um, was one of our largest customers last year making components um, for interior trim. And then, you know, we are somewhat uh, balanced as far as portfolio where we're also doing appliance. So those areas have really helped us stay afloat and um, outdoor lawn equipment with Husqvarna. Um, so those areas are growing and it's been a, really a blessing that even though the, the manufacturer um, for automotive is down for a month, we have these other areas that we're still running 24 hours a day, five days a week. And with automotive, dealerships are closed, car dealerships are closed. So next month, you're going to start to see orders resume for companies like BMW. Is that what you're hearing? Yes. So uh, their releases are showing, uh, again, the first week in May. Um, what's pretty unique about BMW, BMW is the largest exporter in North America for the last three years. 85% um, of their SUVs are pre-sold. So we're really excited to have them, you know, as a, a customer and being tier one, um, you know, we ship to South Carolina and then we ship to Germany, China, Russia, and South Africa. And those areas are coming back where China is going to ramp back up. And then uh, South Africa and other regions, um, we're seeing this COVID-19 after um, these other regions. So those other areas are back up and running so they're needing our parts now so we'll be shipping in two weeks i know that you were a, a faculty member at north carolina a and i'm curious to know are you still teaching there maybe even remotely now and does that university remain an important part of your pipeline of talent at core technology absolutely so yes i am still teaching but it's remotely so for the last uh, two months We've been doing online teaching, which is really uh, different, especially for STEM, you know, students in applied engineering. But, you know, they're still getting the same information. We're just doing it re remotely through Zoom, through uh, PowerPoint presentations. And what um, a lot of colleges, universities use is a uh, Blackboard to communicate. However, you know, they're still getting the, the same information, but it is very important. Um, we continue to build a pipeline. We even hired a, a student um, in December over Christmas break who is a applied engineering student. He's doing design work for us. So now he doesn't go to class. He just comes here half a day and does his homework. 
after. And then in the summer, in the May time frame, he will work 40 hours a week as an intern. So we had offered him an internship, but it works so he's able to come in now half a day because he's not in the classroom. And then in May, he'll go to 40 hours a week. So we continue to develop a, a pipeline in our engineering uh, quality. We have a recent graduate who's over the, the quality lab, the vision system. Um, so he's really very in, engaged, but we continually build this pipeline of engineers that have gone through the program. We've kind of, uh, no pun intended, molded them. And then they turn into uh, full-time employees where you know, they're working uh, on some really big programs with uh, automotive, of course, medical, aerospace. So it's exciting for them where they get um, these great opportunities early in their career where they're 22, 23 years old, and they're managing multi-million dollar programs. Indeed, and I think you have an extra advantage. You Are you on the campus of North Carolina A&T? I am, so I really get the cherry pick. <laughs> the, the the best students, you know, I joke with them that they're on a four year interview when I meet them. And you know, you know, it's not just the homework or the high GPA, but the way they present, the way they work on uh, group presentations. You know, how well do they play with others? Um, that's very important that they're able to, you know, have the confidence to get in front, get in front of their colleagues, because I'm picturing them the whole time. Are they going to be ready to get in front of our our customers? And you know when they display that level of confidence, you know, I have the highest level of confidence then. So you know last year our interns, engineer guys, they went to Hamburg, Germany, to aerospace. They went to Munich with BMW. Uh, later this year they'll go to China. I mean these guys, you know, are relatively young, but they've got a wealth of experience. We helped develop them, get additional training. Um, one gentleman who graduated in 2016, he just received his Six Sigma black belt. Um, we have some others that are going now to get the green belt. But we continually develop them even though they've left the classroom. It's an ongoing thing, and our customers, you know, they help develop us. So it's a win-win where they are getting their development, and the customer um, is actually very excited because they get to help invest in, in our employees. Another question, Jeff, um, the coronavirus has hit many African-American communities hard. I know that's tr true here in Detroit where Plastics News is based. Black families here make up a disproportionate number of cases. Now, some of that is due to underlying health issues for the poor in general. I'm just wondering, is the same true in North Carolina? And as a black man, does this make the work that CORE is doing right now in the healthcare field, does that make that work more meaningful? Oh, way more meaningful. And yes, it is impacting North Carolina and other areas in the South. You see it more in the New Orleans, you know, where there are higher uh, population where, you know, in this area, there's about 250,000 people. But it is definitely impacting the, the, the minorities in the United States of America. But I think what I realize is how we are really having a, a positive impact, not just with PPE, but if, you know, we look at the uh, medical device, the vaccine area, the biological, you know, if you can imagine this, we're going to make a, a hundred million parts for vaccines next year and 200 million the year after that. Out of that hundred million 
of the vaccines, 25 million of our parts are going to be for infants only. So if you can imagine the impact of the 25 million babies, you know, we're going to touch directly. So that's that's exciting for me. It's going to impact the world. It's not just, you know, North Carolina. It's going all over to uh, five different continents. So that's exciting for us. CORE has really been on a roll for growth. Will that upward trajectory continue this year financially, or is 2020 a speed bump in CORE's climb? No, I think it's actually going to accelerate us because we've already signed some long-term contracts, but this medical piece with the biologicals is, is unbelievable. You know, coronavirus has just exposed some things globally that there are some additional vaccines. There's more development needed, but we have an opportunity to be, you know, as a tier one, we work very closely with the customer um, on the development of the, the end product. So that makes us even more valuable. And now others are hearing about us where we just keep growing and seeing double-digit growth and then four-digit growth on, on the bottom line. So, you know, we just got a new ERP system, IQMS, and that has also really helped us be more efficient. So, you know, we have a new building that's LEED certified, uh, new equipment, but now the new ERP just gives us a level of transparency where even our customers can look at our OEE and see how efficient, you know, we are. So that's exciting for our customers. It's exciting for me that we can remotely look at data and make better decisions and be proactive um, when we see uh, something going out of tolerance or a process is changing, a cycle time has changed. We can be proactive and figure it out rather than, you know, a week later, you know, getting data and you know, reacting. So that's what's made us even better. Well, Jeff, thanks for taking the time and joining me today. Congratulations on the success at CORE. My best to you and your family and the entire CORE team. I hope you're able to join uh, your fellow uh, Aggie friends out there and watch your favorite football team this fall in person. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. We, we love uh, Tariq Cohen and the Chicago Bears. That's right. My thanks to Jeff Foster, president of CORE Technology Molding. To find out more about CORE and its worldwide capabilities in the medical, auto, and aerospace markets, visit coretechnologycorp.com. Web producer Aaron Sloan helps produce this podcast. Hattie Shaheda designed our graphics for the website and social media. Special thanks to Andrew Lafferty and Zeke Lafferty for reading our sponsor messages. Thanks to Grace Lafferty for her expert audio editing. And thank you for listening. What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by Plastics News. For more podcasts like this, visit plasticsnews.com slash audio. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. So many of us these days are working from home and we are surrounded by our loved ones. In that spirit, here's my son, Zeke Lafferty, with our closing sponsorship message. 
What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by Plastics News, the essential news source for the plastics industry. Sign up today for a paid subscription to Plastics News. Options include print, digital, or group subscriptions tailored. For your business needs, find out more at plasticnews.com slash subscribe.